Yes. I just scoot my mic closer to my face. Sorry, I just made that god-awful noise. Anyways, so I was being a little nerd, and I bought um, a tarot card necklace off of Etsy. <laughs> nerd. Drake. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Straight came from China, right? Oh, hell yeah. All right. I That's love... how you know it's a good shit. Right. I it's actually like really good. Like it's, oh, it was yeah. only like it was only like three bucks. But um I got a little card. Oh I'm, I'm gonna read it to you. Ready? <gasps> read me your thank you card. It is a pleasure to meet you. Thank for shopping at our store. We look forward to assisting you in the further best regards. If you can satisfy with the product, maybe you can add to store lists, share the product with your friend. We look forward to come again. Any questions? Tosisting. 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 Okay. Right. If any question, please contact us freely. (laughs) Tosisting, please come again. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Toast. I don't even know what that word, like toasting? To assisting is what it's supposed to be but something. oh we yeah. look forward we look forward to assisting there's no space there thank you yeah toasting we look forward to assisting <laughs> you in the further best regard in the further in the further am i going to hell what the fuck does that mean what about the here there though bless <laughs> <laughs> that's that's like a sweet little note i appreciate it was- i appreciate it that's very kind <sighs> i i appreciate the uh attempt at google translate but yeah yeah any anyways yep. anyways so i i stumbled down a rabbit hole the other day that i need to include you and everybody else on because if i have to know all this shit you have to know all this random tell information. me all about it so apparently we're getting a bomb cyclone a what yeah we're getting a bomb cyclone here's what's going on we might miss us but um let's see something about a bomb cyclone is something like if um oh if if it if occurs when the central pressure of a storm crashes by 24 millibars or greater within 24 hours like basically the pressure drops so fast so quick quickly it's called a bomb cyclone or bombogenesis so we're about to have a bomb cyclone here in the in the northeast oh. which might which might cause a northeast nor'eastern coming up so anyways anyways that's that's either near near near, near Near or there. there. Near okay. or there. Interesting. All right. So as I was, I was, I was searching this, right? Yeah. Um, I, I was, I was, you know, how like weather channels, um, have like ads of like additional stories, like check yeah. out this, like hurricane, check out this earthquake. Absolutely. Um, there is a plow in Minnesota. Yeah. That named a plow. <gasps> they have a plow in Minnesota and they, and they had a, um, competition to name the plow and it was the first ever name a plow thing you know what they fucking named the plow what plowy mcplow face ah bodie mcboatface so so that led me on led me to remember bodie mcboatface you know bodie mcboatface did not happen no it was training mctrain face though right Right. So what happened is is that so that was like that sparked like that Reddit like what the fuck. Yeah. So boat if you never heard of Bodie McBoatface, um, there was a British British research ve- vessel um, that they asked the public was like, hey, you want to name this? And Bodie McBoatface won. Yeah. But they overruled it and they called it the RRS Sir David Attenborough. Oh, well, that's stupid. <laughs> 
That's a dumb name. I'm pissed. <laughs> so the so the um the whole the internet was pissed that they overruled it because yeah. Bodie McBoatface is fucking awesome. So that's the that best never, name I've ever heard. Right. That never oh. happened. Okay. So out of revenge, uh, Swedish the Sweden the Sweden Sweden got their new fancy train and they were like, hey, public, what do you want to name it? And out of fucking spite, the internet was like, Trainy McTrain face. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they they were like, you got it. And it says on the side of the train, Trainy McTrain face. I love Sweden. Now, did you Lovely know... Icelandic people. I, they're so great. Um, Did you know, in Scotland, <gasps> they don't... Oh my God, are we going to the same thing? I literally huh? have something pulled up on my computer right now that I was going to tell you about that has to do with Scotland. Go ahead. I'm going to lose my shit if it's the same thing. Go ahead. Are we both about to talk about the plows in Scotland? Yes! Literally. Are you fucking... <laughs> yes, I have the map pulled up with all their names. <laughs> we weren't even talking about it. How did you know? No, you said you said Bodie McBoatface, and I went, oh, the Scottish plows. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn it. Okay, so I thought you just fucking read my mind all the way across. Okay. Oh, that's just, great. So, okay, for so for the listeners, um, you can go, you can Google Scotland and their snow plows, and Scotland has a live tracker of all of their plows, and you can watch them plow scotland in the wintertime like when it snows obviously right they're plows for snow what they're named is the fucking best they're so do you, good do you have the list pulled up yeah Re- okay read off do it okay so my my personal favorite favorite is uh gangsta granny gritter okay first off in scotland they don't call them plows they call them gritters yeah so knowing that go go ahead <laughs> Oh, let me find the next really good one. Grit Expectations. <laughs> Griddle Mix. Gritty Gonzalez. Gritty Gritty Bang Bang. <laughs> ice Buster. Quickly oh followed God. by Ice Destroyer. And then Ice Queen. <laughs> Lou Ice Capaldi. Oh my God. That was really good. License to Chill. Luke Snowwalker. <laughs> Nitty gritty. Polar bear explorer. Ready, spready, go. Ready, spready, gro- Oh my god. <laughs> These are amazing. Wait. S- s- uh, snowball, uh, snow begone, Kenobi. <laughs> s- snow- Snokermon go. <laughs> Snokermon go. <laughs> Sprinker bell. Oh. Spready mercury. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. F, F oh B B F G Big Friendly Gritter. <laughs> the Darth- Golden Great Gritter. <laughs> wait, did you wait did you see Darth Spreader? No? Yes. Oh, that must be a new plow. I have an old list up. Oh, okay. Oh my god, that's so good. They just have one called Salty. So this yeah, I remember one one year that I was stuck home alone during a snowstorm. And I I found this, and I watched all the snowplows go across Scotland and do all this shit. It's so good. I wanted to see if there were any other McFacey Facey's names, but I couldn't find anything other than the Scotland. Lord Coldemort. <laughs> oh, that's so good. God, I love these people. Why is there so like those are official names that Scotland yeah. has given 
their snow plows. Sled Zeppelin. <laughs> God, I love this. <sighs> it's like you're like you're like fucking dream haven. Of, it's my people. Yeah, it's your people. The dumb, Literally. dumb puns and shit. It's so good. Oh, what a time to be alive. Yes, I have an ad blocker. Fuck off. <laughs> so yeah. <gasps> Oof. I just Tell me. I I found this article as I was scrolling through about this uh Polly McPlow face. Yeah. The, another top submission for the name of that snowplow was abolish ice. Oh, that's good though. <laughs> oh shit. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <sighs> you got another you got another one you want to throw out there? Give me one more. Yes, sir. Ice can boogie. <laughs> <laughs> Grit Grittest hits. Oh, that one's good Wait, too. Britney Spears. Yeah. Oh, we're done. Okay, that that's pretty the good. one. Okay, well, um, <laughs> on another snow-related note, um, this past, uh, not this was like three or four weeks ago, but I forgot to tell the story because I was sick and dying. Uh, slightly better now, so thanks for asking everybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, at I work in an outdoor store, right? As we're all aware. So it snowed here, like more than it ever snows, which was like five, six inches. I think the most snow we've literally ever had in the last 20 years was probably eight inches. So it snowed like seven fucking inches here and everybody lost their mind. But yeah, it snowed and they called like we got probably within the first three days of the snowstorm of death. Uh, we had <laughs> about 700 phone calls uh, asking if we sold sleds. The answer was no every time. So that sucks. Yeah, it's so bad. So we don't sell sleds. Um, 700 phone calls. By the end of it, I just got really frustrated because we have a website that you can literally like do do that. Do you sell sleds? No, no, we don't sell sleds. It's really easy to do, right? So they would call, and by the end, when someone said, "I was just wondering, do you guys have any sleds left?" I would say, "Well, we actually don't sell sleds, but." We do sell kayaks for the whole family. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god! So this fellow, really, really happy guy, answered. He was like, "Hey, do you guys have sleds?" And I was like, "No, man, we don't have sleds. I'm so sorry. We do have kayaks, though. Um, fun for the whole family." And the guy's like, "What?" And I go, "Yeah. So if you want to come in here and drop like six hundred bucks, you and all your family can get on and go down all at the same time. We also sell John boats if you want to drop twelve hundred dollars, and that is even more fun." And then it just stopped, and he went, "No, no, thank you, no, thank you." And I said, "Okay, have a good day." And that was that it. was that was the end funny. Of that was funny. How did he not find that funny? Also, like you're close enough to the Appalachians, anything can yeah. be a fucking like cardboard. Oh, yeah, the, the yeah. lid to your garbage can. Like, yeah, if you get a big enough piece of plastic, you can make that yeah. a sled. Like what? Like I don't, I don't understand. But so that that was my answer. Um, so I would mix it up occasionally when people would call <laughs> and uh, they would say, "Hey, do you do you sell sleds?" And I'd be like, "No, but we do sell John boats." And then I would just stop. And they would go, "I'm sorry." And I would say, "John boats, you know, like little boats that you can fit like six people into. We do sell those." <laughs> and then how I would just you, stop. And, how are you oh, not God. fired? How, I don't how are know. you not? <laughs> I don't know. Um, I do have a, a another really good story that's not snow related, but I'll tell this and then then we'll stop. So, okay. There's this guy that comes into the store that I work at, and you know we sell guns and ammunition, right? So 
this guy comes in and he's always dressed all in black and he always has like either a baseball cap on or like a big jacket and his big jacket is covering his uh, body armor that he wears. So he's not Bruh. a police. He's not a policeman. Um, he, he does not work for the police. He does not work for the TBI because I have friends in the TBI and you do not walk around like that. So I'm like, what, the, what, what in the world does this man do? So finally, one day he comes through my checkout line. My checkout no, line. So no, you don't. I look no, him you don't. right in no, the eyeballs. No, you don't. And I no. say, please, I'm so sorry. I have a question for you. And he goes, okay. And I was like, what do you do for a living? And he has his jacket on. And you can see his like body armor vest, right? He pulls the jacket to the side like super dramatic. And there's like this little badge. And he goes, I'm basically Dog the Bounty Hunter for Tennessee. And then he drops his jacket super fucking dramatic. And I went, well, all right, brother. What? <laughs> was it? Did you actually get to read the badge? Yeah, yeah. It said bounty hunter. He straight up was a bounty hunter. So, um, my response to him saying he's dog the bounty hunter for Tennessee was, "Well, all right, brother." Did not think about it. It did not cross my mind not to make that joke at that man. And he just he laughs so hard. That man has never smiled anytime he's been in this store. <gasps> He laughed so hard. I thought I was going to have to like get him a chair to sit down. <laughs> so he, he took his uh, nine millimeter hollow points and said, you have a good day and then left. <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. Is that real? Can you that really? Okay. Happens. We're going to have to tangent for a second. Can you, can you actually be a bounty yeah. hunter? Yeah, that shit's real. The only just four states you cannot be a bounty hunter is Oregon, Kentucky, Wisconsin, and Illinois. Yeah, he's a bounty hunter for Tennessee. And you have to have your professional bondsman's license. It's apparently. real. It's yeah. fucking real. Bro, I told you. Yeah. You have yes, to... they are. Okay, so Dog Tennessee... the bounty hunter yeah. wasn't a joke? No. I thought it was a joke. No. <laughs> no way, brother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Yeah, no. So so that happened at work recently. <sighs> yeah. Apparently and it's only $250 to become a PI in Tennessee. So I know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Are you turning into a private investigator? You can't be with your red hair. You'll be seen from a fucking mile away. They'll just uh they'll just look at my hair and not my face. It's fine. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good shit. Good shit. All right. Wild. So you're welcome. Thank you for enriching <laughs> my life with that. What the fuck? Okay. Anyways, we're going to move right along. You want to know what... Uh, <clears throat> oh, you want to know... What, now I know. You want to know what's, what is real? Yeah, and it's And it's not, actually not fake? Yeah. Spooky stories. Ooh. <laughs> Hi, welcome back. Hi. Thanks for uh, listening to that other thing. Our, in between, our segment. Yeah, in between this thing and the previous one thing. Stop shop. <laughs> one, one, one stop shop. One stop shop for all your needs. One chop shop. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, heads or tails? Uh, heads. Big brain time. Tails, I go first. <gasps> Wait, how many stories did you get? Uh, eight. Seven. Seven. I got 
four. Oh. <laughs> okay. I told you I got four. What do you mean? Okay. Ah. Okay. All right. So you got seven. Yeah. They have to be little stories, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, some my, some of them are little... super short. Okay. Mine's like I got a couple beefy ones. Um, we'll figure this out. I'll probably have you make go two at a time. Okay. That's fine. Okay, it's fine. Everything's fine. Um, if you want to keep supporting whatever the fuck this is, please Ooh. be sure to head on over. <laughs> if you want to help me get my private investigator's license. <laughs> if you want to help Zoe be the next dog the bounty hunter, please Hell be sure yeah, to head brother. on over. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh, my God. <sighs> head on over to patreon.com slash on her. I barely know her. <laughs> We have two tiers. The investigator tier, like you can help me become no! an investigator. <laughs> and the medium tier. Each of those, you get some pretty rockin' cool stuff. For the medium tier, you get a sticker, a virtual high five from me, and um, satisfaction in knowing that you're better than the $5 tier. <laughs> <laughs> You're more financially stable or more financially irresponsible. I'm not sure. It depends. Additional episodes, you goober. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, it's the roids, man. <laughs> Get me going. I don't know what fucking doctor looked at you and all your fucking hair was like, let's give her steroids. That's a great idea. Oh. Idiot. Oh, my God. Okay. So the theme of this episode is going to be because we did not get listener stories, and that's mostly my fault. What are you drinking? It is um, Bold Canada Dry. Did you know they mm. made Bold Canada Dry? It's more yeah. ginger. Yeah, I'm good. I thought you were drinking alcohol. No. With your roids. I was I like, can't. what are you drinking? No. Okay. Um, we're telling urban legends of states. Hell yeah. Okay, great. Are you ready for mine? Yes, tell me. <laughs> So, because I'm from Tennessee, obvi- or fuck, because I'm from Connecticut, <laughs> you know that I had to do my motherland, right? Like, you know, Absolutely. Yeah, I had it. Okay, cool. Great. All right. So, the first one that I found is the Charles Island Curse in Milford, Connecticut. And I don't Ooh. know what the fuck's going on in Milford, because I've got, like, I think, like, three of my stories come out of Milford. Oh, shit. So, anyways, get out of my notes. So I'm sorry. I, I just want to look. <laughs> so, the island is 14 acres. So it's, okay. not, it's not really that big, and it's only half a mile off the coast of uh, um, into the Long Island Sound, and um, <clears throat> which is funny because like as I'm like reading these like cities and names and places, it's like I fucking know these places. My dad used to fist the shit out of that sound for oysters. That sounds right, yeah. And so he was all like, always talking about the Long Island Sound. Anyways, when I said that my dad fishes the shit out of that sound, I really half expected you to be like, how does he fish out of the sound? That's, it's a... No. Nope. None of that, that, none of that today. Nope. Only bounty hunter jokes. (laughs) That's it. That's all we're doing today. And, and whatever jokes that you've got lined up in your notes. Absolutely. They're going to be rocking. Jesus Christ. All right. So (laughs) the only way that you can access this island other than boat, is to walk along a sandbar that only appears at low tide. How I'm fucking cool is that? Disappointed because what? I'm disappointed because an island you shouldn't be able to access by any way other than a boat. I'm upset. Like it's you're, cool that there's like a sandbar, but also like what the fuck? You're not wrong, actually. I know. Now that you, okay, because it's Anyways. just a piece of land at that point. <laughs> like it, it's a peninsula. I mean, I mean, technically, it's still an island because. It's 
made of land, right? And there's no yeah. land mass that connects the mainland to the island. It's sand, which is not technically considered land. Meh. <laughs> Meh. So you can only go to the island four months out of the year because they do it to protect some birds or some shit. So <gasps> Some fucking birds. I like birds. <laughs> so according to the legend, the urban legend, if you will. Yeah. The island is thrice, thrice cursed. Oh. Ooh. Drama. Ooh. It didn't get cursed once, not twice, but thrice. Thrice. Thrice oh. cursed. So the first curse that was laid upon the land was by... A local native, native indigenous chief. I'm okay. not going to pronounce. I put I put in the notes the name. I'm not going to attempt it. I'm going to butcher it, and it deserves better than that. So uh, in, in 1639. Okay. Because let's be honest. It was definitely inhabited by the natives, and according to Wiki, settlers just so happened to settle there in 19, excuse me, 1639. Oh, no. We all, Look, we, we found all. this land. It's ours now. Yep, we all know how that fucking happened. So, in reality, the land was either stolen from the from the chief or offered a really shitty price for the land. Yeah. Right. Either way, the chief cursed the land when the land when the island fell into the hands of the settlers. Or rumor has it that the chief's daughter was kidnapped or or some or something else happened, some other grievance that the chief had and then okay. and then it was like or it was his favorite fishing spot and then he regretted it later. Regardless, he cursed. He cursed the island. That yeah, fair. I big, got big you. Curse. Okay, it's worse than regular curse. <laughs> it's, it's big, big curse. Big um, curse. So the second curse comes from nineteen. Excuse me, mother. Dyslexia is striking again. Sixteen ninety nine. <gasps> Most favorite, favorite, famous treasure hunter. Okay, who who is it? I don't know. Captain William Kidd. Oh. Isn't that like your favorite or something? No. No? It's not my favorite. I thought... I don't know that much about William Kidd. Really? I thought it was yeah. you that liked him. Never mind. No. Maybe I'm tripping. Maybe it was an alternate universe where you liked him. I don't know. That's possible. The multiverse is, the multiverse is real. Um, it's true. Spider-Man. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, though it's... it's so, so, why, so you're thinking... I know you're thinking because I know you love Captain Kidd. Um, Absolutely. Captain Kidd stashed his treasure on Gardner Island... I think I said that right, in New York. Okay. And there's there's some reason, there's reason to think that part of his booty was stashed on this island. But not his whole booty, only part of it. <laughs> so Got shot off. That's why yeah, you don't so, put your gun in your pants. <laughs> see, a bounty hunter would know that. Absolutely. Oh, my God. So... <laughs> Captain Kidd was said to have cursed the island at which he has laid his treasure on so no one could get his booty. So that's the second curse. That's why the curse of Captain Kidd. Got you. That makes Third sense. curse. Does it make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. Oh. I was also looking into William Kidd and he worked for the East India Trading Company. So like he's uh, less cool than I expected. But Yeah, but know, he became a pirate. Fine. Well, yeah, but he was a pirate because he like fucked up other people who like fucked with the East India Company. Right, which is what we what we like to hear. Ah, I mean, the East India Company was the one that was like, "Hey, let's go into India and buy all of their shit for super cheap, and then resell it in China, in uh, in England for very much money." Right, which so, is why we're eh. pro Captain Kidd. No, 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 because he was fucking with people who fucked with. Um, oh, oh, with, never uh, mind. The East India Company. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I'm okay. I misunderstood. Fuck You're him. fine. Okay. The Proceed. third curse. Yes. <laughs> 
comes from a group of Connecticut sailors in 1721. The Thirst Coast. Thrice. The, the Thirst Coast. The Thirst Coast. What the fuck? The Thrice Coast. Take another steroid pill. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, originally... Backing up a little bit, yeah. uh, there was there is some treasure from a Mexican or Mexican ex emperor and mm-hmm. um, name Guatemozin. Guatemozin. That's what I was gonna say. Sixteenth uh, century. I can't speak today. I'm so You're sorry. Doing great. Sixteenth century emperor that succeeded Montezuma. Okay. I've always wondered where the where Montezuma's revenge came from. Oh, yeah, it was because the 16th century conquistadors, when they went in and, like, fucked everybody up. I think Montezuma was... A Mexican emperor. Yeah. um, (laughs) I'm trying to think of the the people group, though. I literally just read this, like, three days ago. Aztecs? Maybe? Was that too too late? Too soon? No, no, it's... it's, It might be the Aztecs. Aztec, Incan, one other, I'm unsure. Anyway. Aztec emperor of Mexico. Ha! Guys. Look at us. Putting our brains together. All right, go away. <clears throat> I lost myself in the notes. All right. The Spanish conquistadors. Oh, look at that. There they are. Uh, yep. Tortured the emperor to find out where he was keeping the treasure. There was Always. probably not even any fucking treasure. They're just being nope. fucking assholes. Yep. The emperor did not spill his secrets, probably because there were none. And it was executed in 1525. Okay. Now, yep. back to the sailors. Okay. They find this tra- treasure in a random ass cave in Mexico. Okay. Uh, these guys haul back to Connecticut with the treasure uh-huh where they proceed to start dropping like flies interesting I, me- meaning that they they're dying i yeah there, there's yeah. five of them was five there was <laughs> was five past tense <laughs> after after four after four of the five guys die okay which you would have thought like after two they would have gotten the hint nah okay absolutely not they're stupid <laughs> Money is very right, important. It, it's a big right. Motivator. If they if they were if they were a bounty hunter, they would have been smarter than this. Absolutely. <laughs> the last guy buries the Mexican treasure on the island and transfers the curse to the land. Oh, interesting. All right. So Does that mean fact, that cave was cursed? The treasure was cursed. No. Oh, no, I, yeah. I get what you're saying. Weird. Probably. Okay. I'm sure one of them probably stubbed a toe. <laughs> oh no, my toe in this cave. <laughs> so fun facts. Uh. The island served as a site for a yacht club, oh, an amusement park, war, war, w- World War One military installation, oof, and a nuclear power plant, oof. And now it's just for the birds. Yay! <laughs> Did they leave all that other shit? Um, like, I think. It? I think. Oh, there was also a hotel on the island. I think parts of the hotel buildings are still on the island, but. Ooh. I think they're, like, abandoned or something. Goofy. Do you think we could go visit? Uh, four months out of the year, May through August. Oh, yeah. That's cool. I want to see. I want to go. Wanna look I mean, at it's stuff. not, like, haunted. No, I know. I just want to look at it. I, like, touch stuff. Oh, my God. So, Bird anyway, watching. several... Because it's cursed, I know you're thinking, like, but what about it's cursed? People have died on this island. That's fine. Um, a... Tr- <laughs> a church group caught in a storm on a... Good Friday drowned in 1929. That sounds like a bad Friday. <laughs> Damn. You, you were a whore. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> a hotel that was on the island. See, there it is. The owner had a heart attack while he was walking across the sandbar going to the island. Sounds like he needed to eat less fats. 
lower cholesterol, you know. When you're when you're done with the steroids, <laughs> you're you're fucking done. We're cutting you off. In 2009, a kayaker flipped his shit, and he his body was never recovered from the waters. That's actually really sad. That poor guy. He was just kayaking. Oh, so, he was just oh, having oh, the time. Okay, so the guy's walking across the sandbar, but yeah. fuck him. Yeah, absolutely. Should have been running. That's probably would have saved his arteries. You say he has seven stories. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's your turn. Okay. Was that the end? That was the end. Oh, that poor that kayaker. Was, that was the urban urban legend of um, Charles Island. That sounds like a pretty cool place, actually. I would like to visit. I need you to read two stories for me. I can do it. All right. So uh, these are affectionately titled um, Urban Devil Stories of KY Jelly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because I'm covering Kentucky. <laughs> uh, I told you I had jokes written in. It's pretty oh bad. Oh my god. It's pretty bad. Okay. So our first urban devil story is it takes place at the Popelick um, Trussell Bridge in Louisville, Kentucky. Wool. Louisville. It's yeah, it's, there yeah. you go. Louisville. Louisville. At least I, I didn't say even. Louisville. I said Louisville for the mm. longest time. That's okay. Oops. You learn. It's fine. I did so, very quickly. This is the urban legend of the Popelick Monster, a.k.a. the Goat Man. What? Yeah, the Goat Man. So. The Pope? You, Popelick. Oh, Pope. Like, Pope. Why Why is it called Popelick? I don't know. Probably somebody had a horse named Pope, and then he liked to lick uh, salt and Popelick. I don't know. Kentucky has a lot of fucking weird, like, lick blah blah names. It's yes, weird. Or, they like, do. Or, like, Pope blah blah names. I don't really understand. I'm, I'm not a native Kentuckian. I'm just adjacent. I don't know. You're KY Jelly adjacent? Uh, is correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. So, in the land of KY, this, <laughs> this goat man monster deal, he's apparently part man, part goat, part sheep. He lives underneath the railroad trestle bridge over Popelick Creek in Louisville, Kentucky. Wait. Yes. Then why is he called Goat Man and not Goat Sheep Man? Because it's I'm hard upset. to tell the difference between a goat and a sheep's legs. I, I don't have an answer. I am writing a strongly worded letter Please to feel free. KY. Absolutely. Understandable. Right, cool. Absolutely. Okay. So this, do you know what a trussel bridge is? Uh, I do now that I'm looking at it. Okay, <laughs> cool. So um, for, for those of y'all that don't have the time to do a Google, um, a trussel bridge is literally just a lifted bridge where it's just the train tracks it's just wide enough for the train tracks and it's like oh metal trussels up like to that long thin thing that is just wide enough for the fucking train it's it's just train tracks yes so if there was a train coming there is nowhere for you to go correct and that okay. is relevant and important oh so oh there's a couple different things that can happen here um Oh, and, and the there's a road that runs uh, underneath, like, in between two of the, like, trussle things down below. So <laughs> Okay. That is also important for this story. Okay. So there's a couple of different ways that the Pope Lick Goatman, because I just started throwing words together as you do, can lure you to this bridge. He either uh, hypnotizes people or he will, like, mimic the voices of someone you know to lure you onto the trestle. So that you get hit by a train. Jesus. Or you jump to your death. Those are your options. Oh, so, oh my God. Those are your options. Yep. Not, not a good time. 
other people say that he doesn't do that only he also will jump down from the trussle onto the roof of cars that are like passing underneath the bridge and when he does that he will pull you out of your car and kill you with a bloody axe zero to a million (laughs) what the hell yeah yep so that's that's an option he also people have been known to like he'll he'll draw them onto the bridge and then he'll show himself on the opposite side of the bridge because there's no train and then it compels people to throw themselves off the side of the bridge the trestle so that's cool and fun this sucks all right cool yeah yep absolutely so some people try to explain the existence of the Popelik goat man, saying that he is a human-goat hybrid that used to be a circus attraction, and he vowed revenge after he was mistreated, which, okay, I can get, I can get that, all right. Um, others say that he is some sort of, like, twisted reincarnation of a farmer who used to sacrifice goats in exchange for satanic powers. I don't know what those satanic powers would be. That was hip, not hip, hip hypnosis, apparently, and goat legs—the <laughs> the two things everyone wants. <laughs> so some claim that the trestle bridge is abandoned. That's bullshit. It is definitely not. It is completely and fully functionally used. It is oh. actually um, a major rail artery into and out of Louisville. So it's constantly being used. That's- that important that sh- that shit bridge is being used daily that's fucking terrifying yes yep that, absolutely. Lo- that looks decrepit and like it's gonna collapse yep but it doesn't because it's strong or something <laughs> so so huh that's really important that the the bridge is used constantly or the trestle is used constantly um the norfolk southern railway company actually had to like put out a like citizens announcement not to climb the trestle to hunt for the monster because people started getting hurt and killed because they were up there when trains were coming. Oh, not a good time. So uh, here's a list of people who died Uh, in 1988. It was a 17 year old boy. uh, Jack Charles Bam. The second was hit and killed by a train in 1994. A man was killed by a train when his ATV overturned on the trestle trapping him underneath it he couldn't get away oh <sighs> 2000 there was a 19 year old um sightseer who fell from the trestle and died because he incur- encountered a train and it was either like try to hang on the side and then fall or get hit by the train and t- 2016 there was a 26 year old tourist named raquel bryan from ohio she was there with her boyfriend they were both on the tracks looking for the monster and she got hit by the train and died and her boyfriend survived because he hung from the trestle while the train passed. Oh, damn. That's, That's a long gotta time. S- That's a long time to hang too. To hang and then wa- wa- knew that your girlfriend just got fucking TKO'd by the train. Absolutely. Ah, yeah. Yep. Like, bleh. You would think that they would install something. There's a, there's from, a fence. Well, at least like a fucking, well, anybody can hop a fucking fence, but like, no something from the railroad part down to the like a ladder to the trestle like below like i don't know because you can't really hop you no. know fall because you can't like fall and grab those tra- like you Mm-mm. could but damn yeah that would fucking I, hurt bro i don't know <sighs> good times and then uh the last victim was in 2019 a 15 year old girl named savannah bright uh was killed 
by a train. And a friend of hers that she was with was injured. That oh person was God. identified. But yeah. Yep. Uh, kids, stay away from train tracks, please. If you're if you're not a train. You don't need to be on name, the fucking tracks. And, and your name is not Trainy McTrainface. Get off the track. Absolutely. And I think one of, the, one of the worst parts about that, like hanging from that trestle bridge, um, the ground underneath the trestle shakes. It's like the train coming across, like shakes the whole thing yeah. so much, like the fucking ground shakes. Like, huh. So, yeah, that's a good time. Um, they've Gross. made several movies or like feature films um, about it. Um, someone, I don't, I didn't catch the name. It's in my notes somewhere. Uh, it's, it's in one of the links in my notes. Um, they made a 16 minute video um, about the public monster. And it was it was actually pretty good, but they had to put a disclaimer at the beginning and the end not to get on the trestle bridge. So good times. Love it. Yeah, it's great. All right, my my second uh, urban devil story from KY Jelly is <laughs> Iroquois Park. So Iroquois Park is a 739 acre park in Louisville. It was Damn. designed by Frederick Law Cherokee and Shawnee Parks. It was designed to be Louisville's version of Yellowstone, which I think is silly. That's but okay. silly. Yeah, it's silly, but okay. Like Yellowstone is because of like the geysers. Yeah. And and like the volcano. There's a volcano in Yellowstone. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, there is. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Fun stuff. So the park's most prominent feature is this beautiful scenic outlook or lookout point thing. Uh, that rises 250 feet above the rest of the land and it's covered with like this old growth forest like super pretty i put a picture of it in my notes like gorgeous right it is pretty very nice now if you night hike you shouldn't go here uh you shouldn't go here if you like hiking at night here's why you start to hear a dog barking in the night and then you'll notice this thick fog rolling around you to where like it's thick enough that it's like fucking up your vision and you can't see very far. And then you start to smell wood smoke and like fire. And then the fog starts to split in front of you a little bit and you see a figure approaching that doesn't look right. You'll notice that the figure is a woman. And as she is uh, approaching you, as she's continuing forward, she's dressed in this like 1800s settlement clothes. And that she's holding her severed head in her hands as blood drips from her neck. <laughs> there we go. Uh, uh, something is wrong. The uh, the headless woman um, just wanders here. Uh, it's not really clear who she is or where she came from. Uh, there's a story that's been passed down generation to generation saying that she was a settler's wife who lived on the land where the park now stands. One evening, while her husband was away in town on business, the local tribe made their way to the settlement, uh, silenced the family dog by slicing its throat, and then made their way inside, where she started to scream, and they decapitated her to make her stop, and then they set the whole place on fire. Is she wandering around looking for her husband? Is she looking for revenge? Nobody really knows. Regardless, her death is not the only god-awful thing that has happened on this land trigger warning trigger warning this is pretty uh not good not not a good time this is a little true crimey well a lot true crimey so biora simmons is a serial killer he's a convicted rapist and murderer he was convicted of three counts of rape and murder or three counts of murder and rape and four counts of kidnapping from the early 1980s uh he murdered 
the victims are important are the important thing here so i'm gonna give you all of their names um robin barnes who's 15 shannon house who's 29 and nancy bettman who is 39 leaving their bodies in the park bro yeah nature areas in cities are always the places that this kind of shit happens and i don't fucking like it yeah Ugh. then again in 2002 uh, Michael Holloway, who is a former high school basketball star, you can tell he went very fucking far in life, um, <laughs> he was charged with kidnapping and murdering Stacy Flowers Dodson, who is 25, in 2001. Um, so, yeah, regardless of if it's a paranormal threat or a tangible one, it's better to just avoid that park at night. Just don't go there. Okay, yeah. Yellowstone, Kentucky. That sounds about fucking right. Yeah, <laughs> yep. good times. Good times. Don't. don't. So, yeah. You just wanted the two, right? For now? Yeah. And now it's your turn? Okay. Yes. Okay. Very good. Very good. Give, give me something. Maybe. Give me something spicy. All right. Let me, let's, let's head back over to the motherland. Yeah. Find out what's next. Oh, this one's fun. Oh, okay. This one's fun. Tell me. Spook me. Devil's, Devil's Hopyard State Park. I beg your pardon? Devil's Hopyard State Park. Are we playing hopscotch? What the fuck? No, hop like yards. hops. Oh, oh, hops. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was like, hopscotch hopping around. Ooh. What's happening? What's hopping? So, all right. Let me tell you what's hopping. <laughs> Steroid girl. Damn. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. This beautiful state park is 860 acres. Damn. It's so, big. Some of you might some of you, some of you might say it's, it's, it's the Yellowstone of <laughs> Connecticut. <laughs> I mean, with how big Connecticut is, that's a majority of Connecticut, right? Shut <laughs> Oh, Wait a minute. I just had a how many acres. Now I was not gonna Google how many acres is Connecticut. You sure? Actually. Three point five million. Excuse you. Okay. Ooh, Excuse so you. many acres. Wow, it's so big. Eight percent. Eight percent of the total land of New England is Connecticut. Wow. I was actually gonna Google how many acres is Yellow Yellowstone National Park. Oh. Two point <laughs> two million acres. Oh. Wow. Oh. It's almost as big as Connecticut. Holy oh, shit. shit. <laughs> it's bigger than... No, it's almost as big as New England, you tool. No, it's almost as big as Connecticut. 2.2 million acres. Connecticut's 3.5 million. No. Oh, wait. Yellowstone is almost the size of Connecticut. I'm so upset. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. I thought that New England was 3.5 million acres. No. Connecticut is 3.5 million acres. Yeah. And Yellowstone is 2.2. How big is Rhode Island? Because it's the smallest. How many acres? Is I don't know what. Rhode, I don't know Rhode, why this is. R I, Rhode Island. Yeah, Rhode Island. Oh my god, that's fucking useless. Just tell me. All right. Oh, seven hundred and seventy-six thousand. That's it. <laughs> that's so small. Why Rhode Island is a fucking state, I'll never understand. But anyways, for okay, back back to the story. Okay. <laughs> This park is open to the public 8 a.m. to sunset. Beautiful, as they are. The biggest attraction in the park is a 60-foot waterfall called the, called the Chapman Chapman Falls. No. Oh. And it descends 60 feet over three cascades, if oh, that makes sense. Oh, that's pretty. So the falls used to serve as a local power mill until the 19, 1890s. And okay. today you can go to sunbathe, fish, and swim at this neat little park. You neat. cannot you cannot go to take nude photos. The guy will ask you to leave. Oh, that's disappointing. Someone a group of women actually did that. Like showed up there 
the nakey. nude and then and then what they were nakey they were nakey and she, he was like can you not and the women were like it's no big deal and he was like no you need to leave now this is a public space yeah leave yeah 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 but what if i told you that there are nakey days <laughs> <laughs> every day's nakey day if you try hard enough yeah. um the 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 park is in east Haddon, haddam connecticut okay, okay so the haddam puritans oh no settled here oh no and believe that the devil himself lurked in these woods that sounds like the by- puritans <laughs> so natives that actually lived on the land before the mohegans and the pequots okay set I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce that forgive me if i'm not correct because i'm probably not correct uh they they said that there was a manatu or a god they like their their god equivalent right that lived on these lands specifically in the caves on the lands where there were reports from the natives of like this low 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 growling and rumbling okay reasonable according yeah but according to scientists um it's just occasional earthquakes that would make the caves grown oh like, like the rocks oh which okay. really weird that connecticut has earthquakes but at any rate there was like a whole thing of like rocks from africa are in um connecticut which i think is really weird pangea. so the puritans <laughs> bitch don't know about pangea um <laughs> the puritans were told by the natives yeah about their their equivalent god right and, and they're like yeah it's just like you know, our God, like your God is over there in England and our God is here in, yeah. you know, on our lands. And the yeah. Puritans were like, no. Sounds right. Sounds There's like a the demon. Yeah. Once again, <laughs> no, it's the devil. It's the devil. Right. So anything that wasn't a Christian God to the Puritans is a demon. So, of course, the demon, the devil, say demon for me. Demon. Demon. The demon. Um, the demon lurks in these woods. So, interesting, uh, interestingly enough, uh, Connecticut has some really fucking wild landscapes. Like, it's, like, the one thing that I would give Connecticut is, like, their landscape is gorgeous. Yeah. Like, it's very rocky, like, granite rocky, mossy tree, like, mature, mature forest. So, it's, like, awesome. And there's a lot of creeks in Connecticut. Like, a lot of streams and brooks and creeks and... That means there's a lot of demons. Battling books. Right. So why I'm saying all that is that it was the playground for the devil. <gasps> I called it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, in the falls, there are, per- I say perfectly, but perfect by nature, perfectly round holes or like potholes, right? Did you click on it? Yeah. <laughs> nice face. Thanks. Oh, which you. have, which for, for the existence of these potholes... <sighs> There are three explanations, or two two lies and a truth, if you will. So the first reason that these holes got here is that the rocks rocks were caught in the eddies, right? So an eddy is a, like a swirling, oh yeah, a vertical thing of water, right? So rocks would get caught in these eddies and would pound out these these potholes into the larger rocks over yeah. years and years and years of having that happen, right? The second explanation is that they were footprints from the natives. Manitou. Okay. Right? Yeah. Okay. And then the, the third, this one hurts my soul. The third is while the devil was playing through the woods, mm-hmm. his tail got caught in the waterfall. Yeah. And that pissed him off enough that he, his feet, got, his hooves got hot 
And as he was stomping away from the rocks, he punched all those holes into the rocks with his hot, hoovy feet. His little, his little high hooves. Hot hooves. Hot hooves. We're not calling it hot hands anymore. It's hot hooves. Yes. Okay. And then, and then, it's also rumored that these potholes were also like Im- improv cauldrons for witches. Oh, that's better. I like that one more. <laughs> well, that's just... not the reason why they're there, but that's like oh, a, they, no, they were just the used. Pot. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. All so, right. So uh, obviously they were carved out from the from the rocks and the eddies, but that's okay. Yeah. Okay, so how did the park get its name? We're going to cover that for a second. Okay. Because, like, o- like, obviously, the devil part makes sense, but where yeah. did the hop yard come from, right? Oh, because the little footprints, the little footy prints, he got angry and he hopped around and made little no. holes. Oh. So, apparently, there was a minister's son in the 1600s that would dress up and do some hooligan shit out in the woods. No, of course he and would. Of course, he was a minister's right, son. So, right. So, that, like, the devil actually, like, it stuck around long enough because the minister's son was doing this horse shit. Yeah. So then they actually believe that there was a devil in the woods, and yeah. that's why it actually stuck, right? Okay. So that, but actually, the second part is that there was a farmer that grew hops. Yeah. And his name is Dibble. <laughs> and over the years, his name just turned into Devil. Dibble. <laughs> yeah. So where's the horror in this? Let me tell you. Thank yeah. you for asking, Zoe. Let me tell I'm you. I'm so scared. Tell me. Five dudes came to the park after sunset, which you're not supposed to go oh, after sunset. Huh? They goofed. They did. They done did goof. Two broskies heard some whispering that said, leave now or you'll join us forever. Oh, no. Followed by, I got cold chills, followed by some sinister laughing, right? Yeah. Another guy saw a beast-like creature sitting along the fence that was, like, kind of close to him. Yeah. So as they, like, fucking, like, I guess start bolting, like, back for the car, one of them got thrown into a tree. Oh, and found four slash marks on their pants. Oh, well, it's not so the they, devil's number, so it's okay. Right. So it's not mo- the mocking of the Trinity. Yeah. So they they ran to a nearby house uh, that had a preacher in it. Yeah. And apparently the preacher was freaked out enough that was like, no, you don't need the power of God. You need to call the cops. You need the call police. The co- <laughs> you need the policia. So um, call the cops. And uh, huh. yeah, so apparently that story has just stuck and... The, the the keeper of the state park is like, please don't come here after dark anymore. There's nothing here. Please stop. Please, please just stop. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> Gross. Well, that so, sounds fun. Yeah. So so that is the Devil's Hopyard State Park in Connecticut. Okay. Do they have a brewery? Because they should. Ooh. Damn. You I got like, you got the ideas, girl. No, it's true. I like beer. So. Well, yeah. That's my that, that's so. my answer to everything. <sighs> well. Do you, do you want to hear another story about Kentucky? Tell me two. Okay. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me two stories. Okay. So this, this one's called Hot Rod ha- Haven. Hot Rod Haven. Hot, Hot Rod Haven. Hot Rod Haven. All yes. right. Give me. So this is a stretch of Mitchell Hill Road in Louisville, Kentucky. Mm. And between like the 1940s and the 1970s, the road was used as a popular spot for teens to, quote, live fast, drive hard, big balls. <laughs> Which, <laughs> why big balls? <laughs> because it translates uh, to, in normal people speak, um, the road was really windy and down a big old incline. And if you fucked up, you're dead. Oh, fuck. Yeah. So um, you got to drive real fast and show how brave you are. Hence the drive hard big balls. Makes sense. So this road 
twisty turny death trap that has claved at least 25 lives. Yoosh. Yeah. Big not good time. So our story begins with a young couple that were on their way to like a school dance the night of September 23rd, 1950. The boy was driving and went a little bit too fast and careened the car over the edge of the like embankment and down to their death. Oh, ever since then, there have been reports of a young woman just wandering the roadway um like strolling up and down like you'll pull your car up on her and like go to stop and be like ma'am are you okay and like she's not there so she just vanishes or she'll like go to get in your car and then she just isn't there oh yeah so you're like oh i'm gonna help this lady and then she just disappears so that's she ain't she ain't fucking there right exactly (laughs) not a good time uh so they see her on the road they also see her wandering around the cemetery that's at the very top of the hill So this cemetery, interestingly enough, is where she and her boyfriend were buried after they died. Oh my fucking God, I got cold chills. Yep, it's a private cemetery. It's a little family cemetery. Damn. Yep, the the girl's name was lost to history. Um, Some people called her, like, Mary. Some people called her Sarah. Nobody was, like, sure who she was until recently. So American Ghost Society investigator Keith Age set out to retrace the road where the couple died. He wanted to know, you know, hey, is there any actual truth to this story? You know, where did this come from? Right. He decided to do this on September 23rd, 2000. Literally 50 years to the day of the day that they died. Oof. Yeah. So that's weird. So this is his quote. At the time of evening, we investigated the area. It was already dark. When you're on top of that hill, you can see for miles, and all the sounds and noises that reach you can be very unsettling, from animal noises to vehicles that are several miles away. The cemetery is right on the corner with Mitchell Hill Road on one side and an electric power station on the other. After taking several photos of the area, the, we then began searching for the stones. What, what so, stones? The headstones. Oh. So... He had actually gone through newspaper articles and county death records and found a couple that matched that description. It was two people. Um, He found the tombstone. Two people on the tombstone with the death day as September 23rd. It wasn't 1950. It was 1946. But it was Roy Clark and Sarah Mitchell. And both of them had were on their way to a school dance when Clark lost control of the car, careened over, and they both died at the scene. So it does seem like the vanishing hitchhiker of Mitchell Hill Road is a real woman. Woo! So that's kind of spooky. I ate that. Yep. That one's super fun. Ha 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 ha. Bless him. The next place we're going to talk about is a little bit shorter. It's the in- Allendale Train Tunnel. It's a okay. spooky tunnel. So this tunnel is a tra- it's called the Train Tunnel, which doesn't make any sense because it's actually like a tunnel for a stream that runs underneath the train tracks. So it should be just like a, a culvert, but it's too big to be a culvert. It doesn't make sense to me. But Why did they make such a big fucking tunnel for know, such no. a little creek? Yeah, it's so small. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I don't well, know. Fuck Kentucky. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So this train tunnel is actually located just south of Cincinnati. So it's like North Kentucky in the woods behind the Allendale Trailer Park in Ellesmere, Kentucky. Very specific. Okay. So legend says... <laughs> That years ago, a man hung himself from a hook that is set above the tunnel entrance. Ah! 
Now, his spirit will walk through the tunnel and sometimes appear hanging from the hook. Disgusting. Not a good time. So some people, when they're in the tunnel, will hear disembodied voices, or when they're approaching the tunnel, they'll hear screams coming from inside, or they'll hear, like, the rope creaking. (laughs) Yeah, that one's not fun. Um, So uh, it's not clear which side of the tunnel he actually hung himself from, because there are, in fact, hooks on both sides of the tunnel. So, like, that's a real thing. I don't know why they're there. I I don't know. (laughs) That's a great, great question. I'm glad you asked. Well, I don't you, know. you didn't actually let me ask it, but I'm I, glad that you I saw the question read. in your eyes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <gasps> okay. Yeah. And uh, that that is uh, the Allendale train tunnel. It's just a little bitty baby one, but it's gross and spooky to me. I hate it. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. Um, we'll call this halfway through the episode. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. Perfect. So this is the part of the episode where we give shout out to our newest Patreon members. However, we do not have any new Patreon members today, and that is quite okay. But if you want to support us, please be sure to head on over to patreon.com slash hauntherbarely. I barely know her. And if you want to support us in any other means, please be sure to drop a rate and review on iTunes and Spotify. And anywhere else you're listening to us, please be sure to do the thing. Because if you like what we do, rate and review. I'm pretty good at that. Yeah. It also is going to help me get closer to my goal of becoming a private investigator. So, Oh, my God. <laughs> Please, someone make her a private <laughs> investigator so we can just drop this. Would you Would you even go do PI work? No. Honestly, I wouldn't. I would just be like, hey, I'm a private investigator. What's up? Or, like, if I found out somebody's, like, deep, dark secrets, I'd be like, of course I found out. I'm a private investigator. You're such a tool. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I would carry that fucking, like, license around with me. Oh, that'd be so good. Would you wear body armor? No. Because I'm not an dramatic. asshole. <laughs> you just said you're an asshole. I know, but I'm not that kind of an asshole. Slightly different. So you're you're an asshole, but you're not an asshole. Correct. Yeah. There's, I'm like there's a, a fun asshole, not like a, Ugh, I don't want to be friends with that one kind oh, of asshole. Oh, cringy yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like a fun asshole. Makes sense. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, where's my story? Oh, here we go. Two more and you got three more. We got this. Hell yeah. Downs Road okay. in Hamden, Connecticut. Ooh. Which, which fun fact, um, as I was doing research, it's fun fact for me. It's probably a fun fact for absolutely no one other than me. There's a state park that I went as a kid mm. with my mom and my brother where I always thought it was a castle at the top. Oh, and like cute. That, was, that was my like childish imagination exacerbating what it actually is. But when my mom and I went back up for my senior trip, yeah, um, I asked her about it. She's like, yeah, we can go hike it. And so it's called Sleeping Giant State Park, which Downs Road is like right across the street almost from this state park. So as I was looking at the map of it, I saw Sleeping Giant State Park and I was like, oh, my God. So uh, fun fact, as my mom and I were like hiking to the top of this because there's like an Outlook Tower at the top and it's just a tower. Like you just climb the tower and that's it. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. It's fucking gorgeous, too. Like, it's pretty. I have something to tell you about that tower. Go ahead. What? Go ahead. So, as my mom and I were walking up of it, walking up, yeah, two guys jogging past us. And then as we were still walking up, these two guys passed us going back down, right? And then once we got to the top, we were both, like, exhausted because we were so out of shape at the time. And, um... As we got to the top and we're like, man, this fucking sucks. Those two guys again came up to the top and then turned around and ran back down 
the fucking thing. And I was like, they showed you up. They were talking, having casual conversation the entire time. They jogged up and down that bitch twice and were just holding a conversation the entire fucking time. You know who's not going to have a heart attack? Those guys. Them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely the fuck not. They're going to live forever. What 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 do you have to say about this? So uh, I Googled a picture of it because I'm a fucking nerd, right? And yes. looking at it, do you know why it's that like weird cobblestone construction? I don't know why. So it was built during the Great Depression um, by the Civilian Conservation Corps, the CCC, which was okay. a group that the president at the time was like, hey, anybody that is un- like any man that is unmarried under like 18 to 30 years old if you want to join the ccc we will like pay for you like we'll pay for all of your meals we'll take care of you like you can send your family like a dollar a day or whatever right okay the reason he did that was because you don't want your young men in a terrible financial time because they'll revolt and overthrow your government so it's just really interesting that they were paid like like, that building was built by the CCC, which was literally just a babysitting service for your fucking 18-year-old men so they wouldn't start a revolution in the country. I think that's really funny. That's why it's uh, built out of cobblestone, because it's, it's the most inefficient thing possible. It would take them the longest amount of time, and it's in the middle of nowhere, because you don't want them in cities. Fun fact. Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Yeah, that's all real. That's all real facts. Yeah. We have a lot of shit like that in Tennessee, too. Like, CC Camp Road that's here um, is yeah. actually where the CCC's camp was in uh, Putnam County. Oh. Yeah. And a lot of, like, the cobblestone, like, if you see in state parks those, like, cobblestone constructions, a lot yeah. of times those were built by the CCC because it was all over the U.S. Fun fact. Wow. The more that you know. Yeah. Okay. That was, that's more interesting than my story. What the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, feel free to look up the, the CCC. It was part of, um, uh, I, th- I think it was Wilson trying to get us out. I think Wilson created the CCC. I'm pretty sure. Are you sure, though? I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> but yeah, fun fact. All right, cool. All right, you look up who made it. I'm going to keep going. So, yeah, please do. There's a portion of this road that's a, it's a illegal street road. Like, you're just like, yeah, this is a fucking road. Roosevelt, I'm sorry. Oh, it was Roosevelt? Okay, yeah. cool. And then the road just stops. Okay. Just stops being a road. That's gross. And the part that's unpaved is haunted as fuck. Of course it is. So if you Google Downs Road in Hamden, Connecticut, it'll highlight it in Google, on Google Maps. It'll show you, like, where part of it's red, where, like, it's still paved, and then it's, like, nothing. And then yeah. they'll have another chunk of, like, red where it's, like, there's still, like, a chunk of the concrete that's still the there. That's the fucking thing I've and ever that, seen. Right? And then Sleeping Giant's right there. So... The road's a dead end. There's an unpaid portion, and then there's bits of road, and then I just explained all that. All right, so uh, it used to be a road. It used to be a completely built road. Like, it used to be a road that, like, had a function to go between, like, two towns. Yeah. And then it just got shut down and abandoned, and no one knows why. That's fucking weird. So anyone who walks down this road says that they have a creepy, eerie feeling that they are being watched. And a lot of times, there are no animals making sounds in these woods. Ew. <laughs> It is believed that wow, look at that come come full circle again. It is believed that the lands were once home to a to two Native American farmers, probably okay. pushed off the land, to which they probably cursed the fuck out of it, and rightfully so. What are you googling? I'm just looking at how where it goes. Nowhere through the middle of the fucking woods, and there's like <laughs> literally a dirt road. That's so creepy. Yep. So apparently, 
We're just gonna go zero to a hundred. There's a monster that lurks in these woods what? called the Downs Road Monster. Why? It's an abbreviated version, kind of a like Bigfoot. Like it's described as Bigfoot, but only four to five feet tall. Oh my god, it's like a baby Bigfoot. <laughs> it's been sighted. It's apparently people have been chased by it, and then apparently people who like drive their car into the road, yeah, uh, get attacked by it. Why? I don't know. Oh well, my god, it's it's not called a monster unless it attacks people. Yeah, but shit. Ghost apparitions have been seen on this road, and especially ghost children. Ah, why? Uh, people who drive their their car on the road swear that, like, some of these kids, like, attack the car and even start, like, clawing at the car. That's fucking gross. Yeah, yeah. It's... Bleh. A woman who lives in a house, because, like, one side of the road is, like, a cul-de-sac opening. Yeah. So there's, like, people who live there. So a woman who lives there went walking down that road one day with a friend because they were like, what's the hoopla about? So they went down it and they came across a bright light that was just hovering in the middle of the road. Okay. When they turned their flashlights off, that bright light took the fuck off like a hundred feet away from them back into the woods. Ew. Yep. Also, I found on several different websites that there has been claims of UFO sightings down like in the middle of those woods. Like apparently there's like a ravine down there or something. So, like, people have seen UFO shit down there. I'm displeased. <laughs> I don't <gasps> like that. It's a weird road. Yeah. And, like, I definitely I... pulled up one side of it on Google Maps and, like, Street View. Um, yeah. And it's it's blocked off. Yeah. And there's, like, a little stop sign. Yep. Why? What? <clears> hmm. <throat> don't know why. I don't like it. It's, yeah. They just abandoned, they shut it down, abandoned the shit out of that road. Connecticut's got some weird shit going on. You're not kidding. They're, yeah. Can Connecticut, not, why are you so strange? I don't know. I'm gonna have to do like a whole series on why Connecticut's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's that's the end of Downs Road. Okay. Thank you for You're giving trying. me something to think about. Absolutely. Um give me give me one story. Hit me with one. Okay. Okay. I think I think I should actually hit you with two because my last one's pretty long. Oh. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Alright. Okay. So my number five place in uh, good old Kentucky Reno is called Pan of Cherokee Park. What the fuck? Pan, like the god. Oh. Yeah. So there's a uh, 409-acre park in Louisville, another oasis in the city of people, to enjoy <laughs> winter, as you do, right? Uh. This park in 1903, Mr. and Mrs. W.J. Hogan of Anchorage, Kentucky, submitted a letter to the Board of Park Commissions to suggest the erection of a water fountain for horses and dogs alike. The Hogans also gave $7,000 toward the building of this fountain. And That's it, a shit ton in absolutely. 1903. Absolutely. So at Mrs. Hogan's suggestion, the Greek god Pan was selected to be the subject matter of the fountain. And this fountain is kind of, kind of weird. Like, looking at it, it's kind of weird. So, the statue itself of Pan was cast in bronze to appear like a life-size Pan. And it's complete with his, like, human head, like, body, uh, goat legs, and, like, ram horns, right? Like, as Mm -hmm. Pan appears. He is placed atop this pedestal that sits in the center of this 14-foot wide basin. And that's, that's for the horses to drink from. For dogs to drink from, there are four dog heads in, like, each corner uh or like equidistant around it um that are like ground level with like little pools underneath it for the dogs to drink from like it's fucking fancy as shit that's 
pretty fucking fancy. Yeah, big fancy. So according to urban legend, on full moon nights, the Pan statue comes alive and leaves his post to wander around the park and like stalk around the park, skulk around the park, as it were, uh, yeah. causing mischief. And he particularly enjoys fucking with people's abandoned cars. So if you leave your car there at night, he's going to come by and he's going to break some shit. So that's wild. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. There's uh there there was a, a a little story that somebody emailed in that was like um telling about, you know, I went to see the statue and I was, you know, I thought it was all bullshit and like I get there, I, I drive up to it and I get out of my car and I look and there's no fucking cherub statue bullshit on top. It's gone. So Pan was out and about. That's spooky. fucking wild. Yeah, spooky and gross. Okay. Yeah. So that's a little little short baby one. My yeah, next, next one, one. My next one is called uh, Sleepy Hollow Road in Prospect, Kentucky. Anything called Sleepy Sleepy Anything yeah. followed by Hollow, you know it's gonna be bad. Yeah, anything anything Hollow is probably bad. Ho- ho- you can't hear him holler in the Hollow. Sorta. Right. Sorta kind of. How does this How does the saying go? You can't hear you him know- holler in the Holler. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Absolutely. Yeah. You're welcome. Okay. So this is a little winding two-lane road near the town of Prospect in Jefferson County, Kentucky. It has one of those, like, spooky overhang canopy tree lines, right? So at night, the only lights are going to be from your car's headlights. You can't even Mm -hmm. see the moon. The foliage is so thick. Super spooky all in in its own, right? Right. So the road, in some places, has a steep 30-foot drop on the edge, because of course. So if it wasn't for guardrails, it's real easy to just go over the edge and not even know it until you're dead. So nice. Not not a good time, right? So sometimes while driving down the road, as you're driving, a set of headlights comes up real fast and gets real close to the back of your car. And of course, you know, small small town, right? You're like, ah, it's just a friend that's like fucking with me, as they do, you know? They recognize right. my car and they're like, hey, let's go get him. Right. Maybe it's a policeman about to pull you over for doing something stupid. It's neither okay. one. What the fuck? So the car keeps creeping up closer and closer behind you until you can't really even see the headlights and you have to speed up so that the car doesn't tail into you, right? Then the car will pull to the side of you and you can kind of see, like, and it speeds up and you can see it's a hearse, a black hearse with blacked out windows. Stop. And then after you realize it's a hearse... It just tips the back of your car and just forces you right the fuck over the embankment. Hit the brakes? Yeah, I mean, that's that's your option. Hit the brakes or go over, I guess, or both. Because at that point, you're already going to fishtail out of control, so... Oops. Jesus. Yeah. So it's speculated that the driver of this mysterious hearse um, is, of course, a Satanist. Yeah. Because, of course, they're in a hearse. Duh. Obviously. Duh. Um, Hello. So, Sleepy Hollow Road has a legend for Satanists as well. Uh, somewhere, like, in the 70s and 80s, there was an area just out off of Sleepy Hollow Road known as Devil's Point, because of course it was. It was supposed to be the site of satanic rituals with the dreaded black mass that nobody knows what the oh. fuck it is. Oh. Right? So, people who lived in that area, in that, like, stretch of woods, would hear ominous chanting... And the sounds of screams of the supposed sacrificial victims in the middle of the night. Others who would go out to investigate spoke of bonfires in the woods with people in black robes, like carrying on in the firelight, as you nice. do. There's also a bridge 
on Sleepy Hollow Road. That's the one that's in the picture in my notes, if you look. Um, That bridge used to be a covered bridge. And before there was a covered bridge, there was another bridge that... I don't know why that's important, but two bridges ago. (laughs) Okay. Three bridges ago. Whatever. This was the site where... This is a trigger warning. I'm so sorry, everybody. Jump forward if you need to. This is pretty fucking rough. Uh, So legend has it that mothers would toss unwanted, crippled, or babies born from incestuous relationships from the bridge into the deep pools that formed below the bridge. It's also said that if you're standing on the bridge and you, like, it's midnight, right? Because it always has to be midnight in these fucking dramatic-ass stories. You look (sighs) down and you can still hear the screams the wails and the cries of the babies and the mothers in the night. I hate it. Yeah. Yep. There we go. You, you, you probably could have not done that one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. This. Yep. Yep. And there we go. We're here. We, here we are. Here we are. Here it is. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I'm sorry. Okay. You're welcome. Okay. Eh, I mean, I don't like kids, but like, yikes. Yeah. Big yikes. Not, uh, yeah. Oof. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take take this. Yeah, um, please, please go on. Okay, all right. So my last story is uh, melon heads. Okay, mel- the melon heads. Okay, which is in southwestern Connecticut, if you can imagine, in all of its 3.2 million square acres. Yeah. Uh, but mostly takes place in Milford, Connecticut. Okay. I think there's something in the water in Milford, but anyway, it has to be. <laughs> Roads. In some southwestern towns of Connecticut have been named Melonhead Roads. Okay. These roads were sightings of Melonheads that have been seen. What the fuck is a Melonhead? Before we get there. Okay. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep you, I gotta keep you. Okay. Guessing. I gotta keep you waiting. Okay. So, so the roads go, it's a, so Edmonds Road in Oxford. Okay. Velvet Street in Trumbull and Monroe. It's a street that runs between both the towns. Okay. Zion Hill in Milford. Okay. I think I've been... I think I've driven on Zion Hill. I have to look that up later. Anyways, uh, the the roads around Lake Mohegan in Fairfield. Uh-huh. Marginal Road in New Haven. Okay. J- Jeremy Swamp Road in Southbury. <laughs> okay. And the Path and Roads in and around Roosevelt Forest in Stratford. Okay. Weirdly enough, all of these roads are single-lane secluded backwater roads. Ew. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So these are all like, like um, the road I used to live on, mountaintop, where it was just yeah. that one single lane. Okay. Spooky so, ones. Yeah. So melon heads. I know. I know. It's what are melon heads? Yeah, what, Please what tell me. I, I, I will tell you. Melon heads are small humanoids with, you guessed it, oversized heads. No way. Their diets consist of small animals, stray cats, and the flesh of humans. We're not Specific- small animals. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. We're not small animals. But specifically teenager flesh. Oh, no. Like children flesh would make more sense because they're small. Yeah. That's fine. Proceed. That's fine. So so the origin of melon heads started post-World War II when people began to move into the more rural areas. So like city-living folk would head out to the the suburbs and be like, we're going to hoof it in the suburbs. But then would run in. Right. But would run into the country living folk and the city living folk were scared of the country living folk and a lot of these right and a lot of these country living folk were like in isolated areas so they were kind of a little rough you know yeah so that that was like one explanation of like it was just 
city folk being like, they're weird and deformed and there might be a little bit of incest going on. We don't know. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So there's a couple of different explanations. Uh, A family accused of witchcraft were banished into the woods and after years of inbreeding resulted uh, melon head people. Okay. All right. Another is that melon head actually stems from the word melangian. Okay. Melangian, which is a weird mixed race of European outcasts, free slaves, and Native Americans that live in the Appalachians. Okay. So, like, just to further isolate them, I guess, just was like, whatever, right? Yeah, as you do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Lastly, well, the more, like, dramatic story is that a mental institution caught on fire in the 60s and all the staff and most of the in- inmates perished in this fire. Those that survived resulted into cannibalism to survive the harsh win- winters, and this resulted in their head swelling. Oh. Now, when your head swells, it's known as hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus? Okay. Something like that. Which, basically, you have excess cerebral fluids in your head and it makes your head swell okay that makes sense yeah so i tried to see if there were like any sightings or like any stories of melon heads and it's usually just like either just like you saw one or maybe like it maybe attacks your car on one of these roads or some bullshit yeah but weirdly enough there's other stories of deformed humans in the area um the danbury frog people the faceless people of Monroe, and the Mongolioid village. Oh, okay. So, like, having weird fucked up people living in the woods is very common in southwestern Connecticut. That's weirdly specific. Yep, but the melon heads is, like, super popular among Connecticut, and also in Ohio, too. Okay. Huh. Yeah. There's also cases of melon head people in Ohio, and another state, and I can't remember if it was Minnesota or Michigan. Interesting. I want to say Minnesota, but that is Melon Heads. That's, that is an urban legend of Melon Heads in um, Connecticut. Interesting. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Yep. Yep. Tell for me your, your Connecticut uh, stories. Uh, yeah. Tell me your last story. Okay. This one actually kind of spooked me a little bit. So here we go. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, so if you pull up my notes, uh, Pilot's Knob is where we're going to be talking about. Um this entire story is taken from Shadowlands.net and Louisville Ghost Hunters Society. Okay. So there's a, a picture in my notes of a grave covered in gravel with a little white fence around it. Little white iron fence. Which is weird. Yes. Right? right? So this cemetery is located off of Ford's Ferry Road in Marion. Um, the legend behind the cemetery is that a five-year-old girl was burned at the stake with her mother in the late 1800s for witchcraft. Jesus no, Christ. Yeah, as as you do, right? Uh, no one knows what happened to the mother's body, but the daughter, uh, Mary Evelyn, is buried in a steel-lined grave covered with rock and not dirt. She has a white picket fence surrounding her grave. The base of the fence is a series of crosses that connect end to end. Her stone and the fence look brand spanking new, even though they're close to 100 years old. Wow. So the little girl appears, uh, full body apparition appears, uh, as a five-year-old girl in a white dress with blonde hair. The bottom of a white dress. Uh, Her dress (laughs) is scorched on the bottom, almost like it was set on fire. The little girl is seen pacing inside the fence whenever someone comes to visit her. Uh, She'll make faces at them and reach for them, but the fence is too tall for her to climb over. She will sleep during the day. 
but is very active at night. She can't rest until she finds her mother, or that's what the assumption is. But of course, that's impossible since she can't leave the confines of the fence. Ugh. There is another spirit that haunts the cemetery known as the Watcher. He does exactly what you would imagine he does and watches. Uh, He Uh, will watch for other people. Uh, He was actually murdered at a swinging bridge that's nearby, but he has migrated to the cemetery and is trying to get inside the little girl, the little witch's... um, She's known as the little witch. She's trying. He's trying to like get inside her little fence to get to her. Yeah. But he can't because he's evil and the crosses on the fence keep him from crossing. The same with her. She can't cross the fence because, yeah. So. Oh, my God. Crosses will appear in the trees above the grave, uh, both upright and upside down crosses. The legend says that if you lay flat on her grave, she will hold you down. And try to force you through the rock into her grave. Unless someone from outside the fence pulls you away. So that's cool. Wow. That sounds fun. Now, uh, this is the section of the story that I labeled, I ain't never seen two smart best friends. And (laughs) this is uh, (laughs) two people from Louisville. The Louisville Ghost Hunter Society decided to visit the cemetery. So just, I'm going to read you their story just straight from the fucking website. Because, oh boy. Read it. Oh boy. Do it. Our story begins here. As we approached the town of Marion, taking Western Kentucky Parkway to the Marion exit, we ventured down US-62 until we came to a quaint mom-and-pop type of BP gas station. Inside, we found a very anxious young, uh, two very, or excuse me, inside we found three very anxious young adults working behind the counter. I had a book with directions for MapQuest inside, and I began to ask, verify actually, the roads with the attendants. A young woman spoke up and said, you're going to Pilot's Knob? I gave her a glance and then smiled. She immediately grew very pale and said, I never go there. No one does. There's a lot of stuff that goes on up there. I asked, is it safe? She didn't answer, but she said that there was a lot of wise tales about that place. And since there was just a cemetery up there, she went once and never again. A friend of hers came from around the counter as if we were in a Scooby-Doo cartoon and said, you both need to turn around and not go into that cemetery. I chuckled inside myself, took my directions that I was given from one of the young men who worked there, and went to find Pilot's Knob. That's already started off bad. That's, yeah. that's not a good idea. So venturing down the road, 62, isn't that big of a deal because it turns into Main Street and kind of veers around a weird turn, we went straight, uh, to get onto Old Ford's Ferry Road. Interesting to note, most of the townsfolk in this area had the last name of Ford, so it was all natural that Ford's Ferry would contain Pilot's Knob which also contained Ford's deceased. Passing cows, stray dogs, cats, and lots of people walking on bikes, we found a road to our right that had a sign, Pilot's Knob Cemetery Road. We turned right and made our way down the modest gravel road that leads up to the hillside that almost swallows you with trees. The atmosphere is very strong in this drive up the hill. The whole area darkens from thick cover of trees. The area is pretty calm, quiet, almost too quiet, You round a corner and run directly into a large wooden cross with reflectors on it and a wire that stretches across the front of an old cemetery that seems to be flagged with red flags that says do not enter. Another truck was already there when we arrived, and since me and my roommate purchased two digital cameras for this trip, we decided we were not going to let our visitors spoil our time. I got out, and so did my roommate. We crossed over that wire. An elderly man and woman stood looking at a grave and talking with each other. I smiled and waved. It's such a quiet, lonely spot, I felt that if I didn't wave, it would be rude. 
They kept staring at us, and finally I said, I'm from Louisville. It's a beautiful day, and we thought we would visit Marion. The old lady smiled, and then I made the mistake of saying, We read about this cemetery on the internet and wanted to come check it out. Now, understand, I did not say, We are here to see the witch kid and the watcher ghost. Nor did I say, We are here to do large amounts of heroin and worship the devil. I just said, (laughs) We read about this place on the internet, and I wanted to come check it out. The old man grabbed the woman by her arm violently and said, no, you can't. They wouldn't understand. She was about to say something to us, tell us something, but the old man just would not let her. They both walked back to their truck and drove off. It was the most bizarre behavior I'd ever witnessed. And again, I felt as if I was in a Scooby-Doo episode. Remember, up until this point, the townspeople were almost scared to talk about the place. And then the old woman was held back from telling us something. A big, weird town, if you ask me. It gets weirder. As we strolled around the cemetery, indeed, there was a grave with a big iron crossed fence and is covered, or should I say lined, with gravel. It's framed, the gravel, in a vault-like container that goes into the ground. Legend says that, of course, this is the bottom of a steel-lined coffin covered in rock. And the rocks where there were several small footprints, like, pacing back and forth. So they're they're literally like little footprints in the gravel on top of the grave. That's so that's cool. fucking crazy. Yeah. Yep, that's that's fun and exciting and interesting, right? Huh. Now, I'm a skeptical guy, and yes, I know people get freaky and try to set stuff up, but there were actual little feet prints on the gravel rock. Not to mention, you can see that the iron bars are pulled from the inside in a few places, and those bars are very strong. Supernatural strength could only misshape those. This bar bending is part of the folklore that she tries to escape the fence, and the watcher tries to get her by breaking down the fence. It's also said in the folklore, if she grabs you, you'll be pulled down into her grave. So... That's, yeah. Oops. Fun. Yeah. And if you look at the pictures straight up, like, there are some of the iron bars bent inward. Yeah. Which is fucking gross. So there's also a tree in the middle of the cemetery that looks like it was set on fire. More than likely, it was struck by lightning in a recent storm, which destroyed the tree, but also left behind rather monstrous looking trunk, which resembles a tree from Sleepy Hollow with Johnny Depp. Either way, Mm. the tree was just a minor decoration for the disturbing tale about to unfold. It was getting later, and my roommate and I had to use the restroom. We decided to leave and come back when it was dark. Bad move. First of all, the cemetery road looks mighty freaking creepy in the dark. And further, (laughs) it's not the most fun to navigate when you're on edge. Yes, I was on edge. The town seemed to vanish at night. And further, no one was brave enough to talk about the spot we were visiting. No kids were driving by the place, no vandals, no beer bottles, no pizza boxes, nothing. This location was kept clean and vandal-free. And there was no security guard. So what was it? Indeed, they have one hell of a security guard at night, or the town is just smarter than the city ghost-chasing people. In any case, our car pulled up and around the widening curve into the darkened cemetery came into full view. I was aware of the little girl who was a witch and knew her grave location. I was not aware of a watcher at this time, so I was not looking for anything outside of the iron fence. Wished I had been, because this watcher thing was looking for us big time. I got the chills. Ugh. I had never seen a ghost. I have never seen a ghost. But there was something in that cemetery when we walked up to that iron fence. There was a large crackling sound in the woods. Not animal-like, you go there. Voice and more crackling. Our lights illuminated the area, but there were no teenagers, no pranksters. We turned to leave the area, only to now being followed closely behind by footsteps. The loud (gasps) thumping kind. And when we turned, there wasn't anyone behind us. The overwhelming presence of something was right behind us, and I could feel it in my personal space, lifting the hairs on the back of my necks and arms. Goosebumps appeared, and the air was so incredibly suddenly cold. 
My roommate wanted to run. I told him just to stay calm and walked. I kept thinking, show no fear, walk, keep calm. Inside, I was terrified. I was also freezing. I crossed the line by the white cross with reflectors and the air grew suddenly warm in the mid-August air. I hurried to unlock the car and leave. There is something not right about Pilot's Knob, and whether town legend or past injustice has caused this, who knows. But the only truth I know is that we were followed by a thing that wasn't there. This thing did not want us there, and he didn't want us anywhere near that little girl's grave. Pulling out of that cemetery roadway and onto the main road was the best feeling in the world. I'm sticking to daylight from now on. Disgusting. Absolutely fucking terrible. So yeah, that sounds like a super fun place to go and visit at night. Are we going? Sure. I'll do it. Hundredth episode? Hell yeah, let's do it. All right. It's actually not it's not it's not far from That's really not. Louisville. Okay, but we have to ring Blake. That's okay. my only exception. Sold. Marion, Kentucky. Where the fuck is Marion comparatively? Take a four hour oh gross, it's a four hour drive from Louisville. I thought it was in Louisville. No, 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 no. Yeah. Where is it at? Where is it at? What? Show me a map. Oh, not that bad. Fuck. Ah, uh, penis. Yeah, it's three hours it's from so, me. It's yeah, it's from the well, three hours still not that bad. No. I mean it's like wow, it's actually really close to Evansville, Indiana. I got friends in Evansville. No, nah, I still hate it. Okay. We'll talk about it. Okay. We'll talk Sounds about good. It. Okay. All right. Uh, finishing off with a bang. I love the stories that you find. Ha 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 ha. That's the okay. best one. Awesome. Yeah. Woof. Woof. Great. All right. Lovely. Good times. Thanks. Thanks for coming to this 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 show. Spooky mess. Of stories. Um, yeah. This KY yeah, jelly wanna... mess. Oh my god. <laughs> if you want to support the uh, Zoe's dream to be the next dog the bounty hunter PI yeah. investigator and or clean up our KY jelly mess. <laughs> I don't like that. I just said that. <laughs> You're welcome to the show where Katie doesn't pay attention to what the fuck she's saying. Um, <laughs> please be sure to head on over to our website at www com. We have a contact page. You could drop a story, drop a note, drop a deuce, drop a cups, drop a There's ace. no double use. Just honor her. Actually, Blake told me that you can type <gasps> in the W's. Oh, okay. Well, with or without W's, I suppose. Yeah, it's either way. Uh, <laughs> check us out on our social medias that we will be coming back to. I temporarily do not have cell service at my work, which is fucking annoying. Instagram and Twitter. I know. At H-H-I-B-K-H podcast. I'm on Instagram, Zoe's on Twitter. Hell yeah. And that's all we got. Fuck yeah, concrete. Fuck yeah, concrete. Let's go. We good? Let's do it. Are we done? Get it. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Um, okay. Until next time. Haunt her. I barely know her. Or any of those spooky ghost bullshits. That fucking watcher. Watcher. I barely don't watch know her. Me. Ew. Ew.